If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. And this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need Robin stealing. Hello, my name's Mark Webster. <laughs> and this is the Whistleblowers. Back after a fortnight. Sorry we were with you last week. The floodlights failed. But we are with you now. And um, the, as a direct result, I believe, I, I think we can safely say, we've got three gargantuan guests to basically fill up that space that was Gar- no podcast last week. Gargantuan? Gargantuan. It's better than gargantuan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Does it not give it more gravitas? <laughs> um, one of them, he's full of joy and mucus, uh, and he's not been around for old Kevin Day. And the other two are simply husks of men because only a day and a half ago they had bow ties on and were embarrassing themselves at the PFA Awards. Now, I'm guessing that was the case, but we'll find out in a moment's time, because it's Martin Gritton, Kevin Day, and Anna Alga join us for the podcast today. Yeah, I, um, I was the one that wasn't at the yeah, and, and, PFA yes. Awards. Well, you wouldn't have been invited, Kevin. We used to get invited, you and me in the old days, until... Well, Did we you, go? You, yes, we did once, you know what happened. Oh! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Apologies in advance, by the way. I've got a cold and hay fever and altitude fever from looking at the league table. So <laughs> I'm slightly bunged up all around. It's why he's, ble- it's why he's bleeding from my nostril. <laughs> but um, that was one of the reasons we got chucked out of the PFA. Oh anyway, yeah, anyway. yeah, but that was that, and that, yeah, but that was that was, a, that was on the mezzanine floor, Kevin. How could that have possibly happen? Um, <laughs> But Martin Gritton, and, and, and Martin, the, the beauty of, 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 of Mr. Martin Gritton is that obviously, he's, you know, he's an old pro, God bless him for being that, but um, there he was, and, and he represents one nice little corner of that PFA room that will forever be <laughs> you and your muckers, won't it? And the back corner. So who, were, <laughs> yeah, so, so who, who was your table this time around? Uh, so it's, the, you know, the ex-pros that, I played with and uh, a few of the usual faces. Um, uh, Alan joined us this year. Which Mr. Was, Alan yeah, was actually so, on, their t- on that yeah, table. On yeah. that way, the we, rarefied we were assimilated. Well, yeah. Yep. yeah, by default. So uh, yeah, we, we all kind of find our way. We congregate at the back. So it's. Um, Do you sit there chuntering about the people getting the awards and going? Oh, every, yeah. everyone was better in my day. Pouring scorn yeah. over every <laughs> any, any pouring more scorn than gravy. Acts. Yeah. <laughs> The music was much better in my day <laughs> yeah. as well. When we were all there, it was Martin. It was the it was the most corner table. You yeah. could you could barely. I mean, yeah. I didn't two, want anyone looking over our shoulders. Four of us were actually waiting staff <laughs> because the table would. But it was it was it was hilarious. It was great fun being there because we saw um, we, we saw the Leicester lot win, didn't we? And, and we and we saw yeah. Wes, Wes Morgan and Robert Oath. Yes. Being a back two, even during yeah, the yeah. course of being at the PFA Awards, because you had Uvi go, Robert Uvi going like, Wes, 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 come on this way, this way. This, yeah. there was like, there was a, because they were the bells of the ball. Now, you two tell us, Kante and Ali, I guess, are the two big names. Are we comfortable with that as a decision-making process? I think, I think it's right that they... I, I, 
people are saying that Ali shouldn't win young player because young He's, players should be the first season that a, a player plays. But it's, people citing the NFL saying rookie of the year, you've got a major debut in that year to be classed as rookie of the year. But it's not that, is it? It's, well, we don't it's call an it rookie of the year. Yeah, exactly. That. It's an established yeah. award. If it's if it's done on age, then he's eligible up until he's not. So, and he's, and he's tw- definitely... Is, was he, is he 21? Yeah, so... Um, so he's That two... was his last year of being eligible for the for the award, I guess. Well, mm. so he's... He, he, you'd have to argue he did all right, didn't you? Yeah, two on the trot. And then I think Conte deserves it. Eden Hazard was there. I suppose second place... Is about right for him. I think they got it. I think they got it spot on. No you, Arsenal players in the team of the year, which I think is about spot on as well. Do you, yeah. think, do you think the football writers one will be different? I do. Yeah, I think the the, the, the thing I like about the players player one is just the. Um, it's if you're respected that much by your fellow pros, mm. you know that you're you, you putting kind of have to assume it's a grudging respect at that level. I mean, it has to be, you know. Mm. Well, sometimes it's when you you know the flair players, but but in that case, you're like he's the guy I don't want to play against. But so that's it's, the point about Conte, it's, though, it's, isn't it? He's that Conte yeah, is basically he's the guy. He's that you basically don't want to play he's he's the fella who will not attract attention, but as such, he's the least flamboyant choice, which yes, is interesting. That's what but, I mean, yeah. but I thought this season watching him, I mean, you can't tell just by watching it until he but. At Leicester, he stood out. He really stood out when he's doing it at Leicester. At Chelsea, not so much so. But it's, it's I think interesting. That factors into the decision. I think yeah. you, I think right. you then go. Well, look, look at what's happened. Look at this massive dynamic shift that's happened to those mm-hmm. two clubs. And then you look at the reasons and the catalysts. And sometimes players get attention that don't deserve it. You know, some some you know some people will just as you say the football writers will be an interesting one because how they see the season and how it pans out. You know, they don't always see it the same way. And there's a certain narrative that a lot of them follow. And I, I don't like the to say that because that's something that they you know no, that's fine. they're trying to avoid but well, no, no, that's, no, that's, that's, because that's what journalists will do is that they will start a story because they think they know the end of it mm. so you, you need that about it but it's interesting to fa- and, and obviously this is a Palace crowbar really, but everyone talks about Sacco at Palace but the most important one has been Milivojevic who you don't notice and, and very rarely gets picked out in by the journalist who's just been brought in to patrol in front of the back, the, the two centre backs, and has just pu- yeah. made everything. Completely I've, I've got a off. tiny, tiny bit of experience with this because when when I worked in the conference, I used to have to pick the team of the year, yes, you did. player yeah. of the month, player of the season, things like that. And what I did, and I, I mean, some fans have got no clue about their club, but I think if you're watching a club week in, week out, and you're the local journalist for that club, that's what I used to do. I used to phone the local journalist at Kinderminster, and he'd say, "Would you know what our left back every time he plays?" I see him have a solid game. And you're right there. He wouldn't get picked out in a highlights programme or anything like that. So I I don't think you can be an overall overarching knowledge of of every single player in the league, even a widely exposed league like the Premier League. I think there are still the uncovered gems at certain clubs where you say, well, their fans will know better because they followed them for 38 games and they do realise that that centre-back pair in his different class. So um, I, I think sometimes if you are in charge of that vote or you are voting, you really do need to sort of maybe sort of cede the power a bit. I'll tell you what's interesting about that as well because because Kale, Gary Carroll making the PFA 11 was obviously their vote as well. And, and, and they, they, it's a weird, it's, it's a bit of a misnomer because they pick a 4-4-2 and you've got Louise and Carroll, uh, sorry, Louise and Kale, which wouldn't, would never work for Chelsea. Mm. But of course, that's the way they, they, all, they all shape up. Yeah, I think the Tottenham 2... Can feel hard done by yeah, by right. that, and I mean, I, it is right that you're not allowed to vote for 
player in your Cam- own team. You can't vote for your own yeah. team and you get given the form as a 4 4 2. So you get given. So you literally you fill in names. It's in January as well, isn't it? Don't you get the form really early? It's so early that these sort of anomalies happen. And, you know, that's what. So was Vertonga not even in the. No, Alderweireld and Vertonghen not, not well, anywhere I mean, frankly, team, as a, as a neutral. Say, I mean, Mike, the weird yeah. thing about this is... Oh, is Vertonghen's been the outstanding defender in the Premier League this but, season. Full but stop. I, there's no, but I, sure I there's must no say, I've argued that Cale, because it, 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 there's nothing about Gary Cale that said he would be a, a defender in what was arguably to be the, the title-winning team. He looked. He looked. He looked an ordinary footballer when he turned up, and I thought he was even more ordinary in the Chelsea team. So uh, I tell you what, he, he might have got his most improved player, which would be a weird job for someone who's probably thirty-two years but, old. But I, I, something I've been discussing today and uh, talking about sort of Alex Oxley Chamberlain being offered a deal at Arsenal. I mean, most fans wanted him out a month ago. He's had three or four good games and now they're He said in. most everybody most, yeah. will but, be back to that in a moment's <laughs> time meanwhile back to Alan Alga well, there, was a, there was a debate over whether we should uh, pay him 100k a week or offload him to Liverpool for 30 million but there's such a recency bias with fans they only tend to and I don't know why it is I mean it's probably prevalent across everything in human life as well as football but to, to, to say right okay he's played a couple of good games we think he's great I think it comes down to when that voting sheet came out, yeah. and it might have been just—it might have just coincided with the fact that Cahill would have maybe even two, three good games yeah. that month, and Tottenham have only really come to prominence in the last month or so. Well, obviously, not at the weekend, but just prior to that, they were seen as the challengers, mm. challengers to Chelsea, and everyone was focusing on their defence and how good it was. Sure. It's probably likely now that you're thinking, well, Vertonghen and all the YRL, they'd have deserved it, but back when the forms are filled in. Chelsea riding high at the top of the league and you think yeah, it's the I, other two I don't want to shatter any myths but there's not actually this level of smoking jacket thought about it because <laughs> no. do you know what, do you, know what happened? you are joking right, you, get, you get it so you, you get given a forms by your PFA rep who you don't like speaking to anyway that is going to be very sad if you like football right. well, next couple of minutes go on Mike he'll dump it on the table and they'll literally be untouched for a month, right? These forms, and he'll come in and go. I need to get these forms signed. Oh my! Someone, God. someone, fill them out. So he'll give him, he'll pass them around, and someone, some, <laughs> like he'll literally, you oh, get to a point. This is particularly yeah. in our leagues, and then you'll oh, just yeah. go, "Who was the best? Who was the best in league? And league two? I like the way that, like Graham Carey, best player, in, best player in league, got in the team. But you just sit around and go, "What was he like? Yeah." So there's this kind of. There's just is, lack are there players saying, that saying who did you put who yeah, did you absolutely. put oh, seriously <laughs> the best one the best one was getting FIFA World Player of the Year when I was at League 2 sat in a change and was going this is ridiculous I'm gonna I, didn't, I, I didn't mark Rivaldo <laughs> yeah, last week oh, so. yeah messy now. let me think about that time can, I, can, I, can I just establish mine were you invited to those awards as well <laughs> or did you stay at home <laughs> I, I didn't make the nod for those you, ones you, you, Ballon d'Or it's funny to you say I did hear a rumour that at Palace the process is pretty much Scott Dan comes in and says, "I've done the forms for you, lads." Yeah. And it was, uh, hey, Scott. It was free. It was free. Contes, two hazards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Whatever. whatever. This is, this is uh, this, really uh, shattering the. No, no, no. But listen, I, I don't know what point. Yes, that's right. There's but a general the, the illusion that, that football is, <laughs> yeah, is, is, Alan, is on such a, reg- a high regression level. to the mean. A regression <laughs> to the mean. I like it. I think the winner out. Also, now Oxley Chamberlain is a successful win back. 
He'll exactly. Be oh, now he's a, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be in the team next <laughs> well, year. Well, listen, now that we've ruined everything about the PFI Awards for you, uh, when we come back after this short break, we'll ruin everything about the rest of football <laughs> in its entirety. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? I will know. That's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. So apart from the fact that they all went out, I say they all, that's uh, Martin and Algar went out and, and, and had a lovely evening with their, with their dicky bows on. Uh, Sunday, I thought, was, um, or the weekend, was the most prescient moment, I think, in football for a long, long time. Because not least of which, first of all, Kevin, let me, let me address this bit with you before we get down to the people who've got some uh, emotional involvement on it. Chelsea-Arsenal, mm. that struck me as being a, 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 an option that might just keep everybody happy right to the end of the season. Well, I think what's interesting about the Chelsea, I mean, the fact that Cahill went ill and he didn't, it didn't even seem to occur to him to put John Terry in his place instead he brought Aki in, who's just come back from Bournemouth. And it's like, whether that was punishing John Terry or whatever. But also the fact that, and I'll be interested in asking Alan about this, is that I know Arsenal fans who were really disappointed that they actually won that game because to use Martin's word about narrative, and I'm going to keep using Ponty words like that because the Turner Prize have now announced that there's no age limit <laughs> on the Turner Prize, so you never know. They yeah, might but have you've won it three times already, you can't win it again. But there are Arsenal fans who don't, simply don't like the idea of Wenger winning the FA Cup and then maybe going out on his own terms or using an FA Cup win or potentially. staying on his own staying. terms. And, as a non-Arsenal fan, and it's interesting because the, the Arsenal podcast just came out before we came in and they managed to bicker amongst themselves in the doorway. <laughs> before, and I think the least Art Wenger deserves is the respect to be able to make his own decision. And watching Arsenal at Sellers Park a couple of weeks ago, and Arsenal weren't particularly good, Palace were very good, but the level of vitriol and abuse from Arsenal that was, that was That was, a, that was, was a spicy one. Well, it's it? the first time because we were quite near the away fans, so I've never actually seen it up close and it's it was but it was from the start it wasn't it wasn't just it, and it was quite distressing as, a, you know, as I know a lot of Arsenal fans and Arsenal aren't a club that are known for their you know, aggression if you like as, as fans and it was quite disturbing to watch and it is, it's interesting watching Arsenal fans really tear each other up and, and it's like I know a lot of people who say that the big problem is that all the people who want Wenger out are the ones who never went to Highbury the ones who've had their season tickets since the new stadium. So they, but there again, you think, well, they haven't known that much success, so there's no logic to that. Yeah. But it's got to be resolved. But I just think it just astonishes me that there are Arsenal fans genuinely upset at the fact, uh, the fact they won that game and now they uh, could win the FA Cup. In a weird way, I mean, without without wishing to pile pain upon pain on this one here, that is the weird thing is that if, first of all, he's made the first step, he's got to the final in and, and, and in style. 
That yeah. was a brilliant game of football. That was against all odds, backs against the wall. What, the one against Sutton or the one against Lincoln? <laughs> uh, what's the third one? Oh, that's it. But I'll give them away. But it, it, was, it, was a, it was a really good semi-final win. Absolutely. What, what if he wins the FA Cup? I want, I want us to win. I mean... The, and then... No, the, 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 I'll give you the... Okay, let's do the, the first problem first. is, I yeah. mean, Kev's, Kev's mentioned a couple of things there that I, I want to seize on. The first, on. the first one is that, obviously, we've moved to a new stadium. There are about 60,000 people in there, of which only 38,000 could have come from, from Highbury mm. because that was the capacity there. I think, as a hardcore fan base, we've probably got around 40,000 match-going fans that are proper Arsenal fans that have been for years and years. I'd say, actually, the other 20 probably came in on the season tickets opening up at the, at the Emirates. And I actually hear a lot of those saying that they're finger out, but also a lot of the dyed-in-the-wall older fans like myself used to go to Highbury. There's a lot of us that are not finger out, but, well, some are, but some quite in between or quite realistic about uh, his performance as a manager. I think it's dodgy and I think it's because of social media I think it's because of Twitter that people get grouped into mm. a massive fan base like oh see Arsenal fans now want Wenger in well no they don't 20% might 20% don't yeah. 20% don't care it just seems to be you can't group 40,000 people together and all their views because mine is you know you mentioned about winning the FA Cup yes I'd love to do you want him to go respectfully definitely yeah. he's an old guy that gave service to the club I'm not an idiot and do I want him to go? Yeah, probably. So if you ask that question, you know, 50 times outside Highbury or those three questions 50 times outside the Emirates tomorrow uh, before the match against Leicester, you're going to get a varying we, uh, yes, no, yes across the, across we, the three. We get the same thing. We still got, um, there's, there's still Palace fans who won't have Allardyce who still, like Japanese yeah. soldiers after World War II in 1945, refusing to admit <laughs> it's over. They, won't, they simply can't accept. But... And it's it's unpleasant. I mean, there's been a few moments. In, even after the Arsenal game three 0 it was it was nearly kicking off at our local pub because there are people going, "Well, it's nothing to do with Allardyce. They're building on party." So I understand what's going yeah. on, but it's just there were friends of mine, Arsenal fans, openly saying they were disappointed by the result. And it's kind I of don't like, I don't think you can support a club and then say I want to lose this game because I want this to happen yeah. next. But you support the club for what happens on but, the pitch. Yeah, but yeah, but Al, just, win just every quickly game. on that point. Is the agenda confused if he gets a cup? No, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all. Because we, we've we won two FA Cups in the last four years. And people then said that this will kickstart a challenge for the league. And it, it's right. utterly absurd to say that. Yeah. Uh, Grits will know more than me. But those seven games, they're random draws against different types of teams. When we won those two cups, the four teams we played at Wembley were Reading, Wigan... Hull and Aston Villa, all of which have been the in Mike the championship sees. since. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All of which have been in championship since. Three of which we struggled to eat. Right, to Martin, actually I, beat. Mark, one point before it was Hull you beat first time in the FA Cup, wasn't it? In the before, final, in the yeah. final, yeah. Because I said at the time to a mate of mine, was like that Wenger should have gone then. Well, Wigan on penalties go out on a high to deliver that trophy, yeah. And just because uh, he could have got another job either at Arsenal with some kind of technical mm. thing or in another club, but whether it's his own pride or whether it's his ego or it's money, he carried well, on. Well, here's the thing, Mark. No, no, so you're inside that world, which you've been inside that world before. 
does he suddenly start strutting? Does he get a bit of peacock about him because he's now? I, mean, I wouldn't blame him if he did after that. I mean, that was that was you know to beat City there. That that feels like a massive. But I think it was thing. reasonably fortunate, and we were oh, fortunate yeah, against yeah. Middlesbrough. But Al, right? It doesn't matter about the way that you. It happened. It happened. Now, do you get? Could, could can you see within that camp there may be that change of mentality? Well, his, menta- it, his mentality his and in, or, but, or is it no, the, died in the, 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 the overarching uh, sentiment towards the situation needs to have some sanity about it some objectivity about it which would suggest have that you, have you needs ever, to be have been involved in football before oh, I don't know and it would, I, well last year perfect like Luis van Gaal you know yeah. Get yeah. Sacked, it's the day after true it's uh, the cups as Alan said cups are a bizarre sort of no one wants to be a cup team a cup team who you know there's no cons- what that doesn't suggest consistency doesn't suggest any sort of long term ambition apart from we'll just get up for the game so um, I'd say to Arsenal the, the sentiment that the club have and the people have it, it needs a change because the club Actually, is ready for it because in a weird way it's almost more endemic of the problem than it is the solution. Yeah, of course, yeah. It shows that on their day, they are a capable team, yet over 38 games in the league season, he hasn't been able to extract that from them. So that up for it it thing that Martin said is very significant for me. There were two things said by an Arsenal manager and Arsenal player recently. Walcott saying after the game at Sellers Park that Palace were up for it right from the start. Yeah, he's not been on the pitch since, so Wenger was disappointed with him. Yeah, but saying saying that openly, you can can only think that's a deliberate way of drawing attention to Wenger because why would you say that openly why would you why would you say we didn't change it half time right from it but also Wenger saying after the semi-final win all a manager ever wants to see is that all his players are playing for him right and if you have to point that out there's a clear indication there's he knows what it's like he knows what it's absolutely so and I think these are things that in years gone by, Arsenal were a close shop. There was nothing, no one ever, you never found out anything. You, same as United, you, you yeah. didn't know what was going on because they were clearly, either they were together or they were better at PR than they are now. Well, Fergson and, would cut them out. Well, yeah, yeah, the yeah, there you go. Yeah. But the fact, that what's, what saddens me is the fact that it's been, it's been done in public because yeah. Arsenal were a team that, I think all football fans respect teams like Arsenal. If you, if you know about the history of football, the tradition of football, you do respect, and, and yeah. let's be fair, in the past 10 years, they're probably Tottenham now, but Arsenal, probably the only teams I would actually pay money to, what, to pay to watch play football. Because when they play football, when they get it right, they're a joy to watch. Yeah, there is, they, I think, they're the best team in the Premier League uh, yeah, I to think, watch. So I think, anybody, I think yeah. anybody who has any love for football doesn't want to see this played out like it is. I mean, I know there are yeah. fans who have, who, uh, of course they enjoy the discomfort of Arsenal fans, but it just needs to be sorted. It needs to be one way. Well, I think he, I'm, I'm, I'm adamant he's staying. You think? Yeah. I mean, the, the company I work for, we've been offering odds on it and we've always stayed on the line of him staying. So whatever the price right. has been, we've stayed there. Based right. on, now, based it, on it, insider knowledge or based on instinct? Um, bit of both. Well, bit of both. Now, can I ask, I'll yeah. ask, uh, let's, let's, Martin, first of all, because before we get the sort of like the emotional part of it, has he earned the right to say that now, or should he pay more attention to? I'm going to say there's something of of of, of Munch's scream about this one for me, in which he's basically in the middle of this thing, and that he's he's either ignoring it or he's hearing it. I don't I don't quite know what it is. But the sort of belligerence that comes from being—that's yeah. easy for you to say. Yeah, yeah. It just comes from being in that situation. That sort of kind of um, monopoly or the tyranny that you know if it was a different way around if he was like a really savage boss but he's, he's uh, you know he's quite anti 
you know, he's, he's quite laid back about things, which makes people get more aggressive about it, but, I would imagine. But so. he's a laid back man, but with extraordinary power within a football club, which mm-hmm. you don't see at any other football club. Yeah, which you would, you would imagine isn't necessarily healthy for a decision making process. At, at this stage at club, in his and career. And a club that's that well set up, you know, a club that's done made every decision over the last 10 years to do things right off the pitch and to set up well as a business and, you know, and pay off their stadium to do the things that people would love to have been able to do in their, love to be in their position, but yet people are looking and going, uh, you know they're, they're also ran still which is you know it's, well, it's not a position they should be in well he's not thinking that and now I suppose I'll, I'll give you this one Al go on the setup from top to bottom who's running the show and who says yes or no to his future well apparently he is apparently he is uh, apparently yeah. he's about as good as it gets is it really well yeah because the okay the owner has always said, along with the chairman or the the face, which used to be uh, the Hillwoods and is now um, Chips Keswick, Sir Chips Keswick. Um, Someone's called Sir Chips. Sir Chips. Someone not yeah. from the Battle of Britain is called yeah. Sir <laughs> Chips Keswick. He's also a racehorse owner as well, so he's, he's, also, uh, he's quite well. He's also a racehorse owner, so uh, oh. usually <laughs> see him wandering about Cheltenham Racecourse. Always yeah. want to tap him on the shoulder and say, "Oh, what's going on?" But goodbye, um, Mister Sir Chips. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the face of the Arsenal PR machine and and everything else that goes with it, they have even uttered these words. And I forget who said it, but one of the two of them said, if Arsene has a plan, we go with it. If Arsene doesn't have a plan, we keep quiet. Oh, wow. That's a shocking. Whoa, really? It's a yeah, shocking. It's Mr. Chips. Wow. <laughs> so that's a shocking uh, level of... Ignorance as to to how the fans feel and what everything else is going. The only person who tried to... Deferring responsibility. The only person who's tried to break rank recently... Ivan Gazidis, the chief exec, who was actually employed by Wenger to be Wenger's boss, so he employed his own boss. But he <laughs> he he has recently had a fans forum where he sort of hinted at the fact that he wants to be in more control and should be in more control, and that decisions are taken away from Arsenal. And as soon as Arsenal says he can have remains, it, he'll have fact it, remains. Yeah. Look, there's a two-year contract there. I believe it's already been signed. I believe they were just waiting for the right time to announce and. I think that could be as soon Cup as... Final. No, I, I actually think, and here's, here's a, maybe a bold call that might look stupid when you're listening to this in, in four or five days' time, but I would say if we beat Leicester tomorrow night, Arsenal-Leicester tomorrow night, I would say if we beat Leicester tomorrow night, they'll announce it. I think they're waiting for three <gasps> wins on the spin, and I think Arsene Wenger will be announced as a, a, a two-year extension in the next four or five days. Wowsing, wowsing, how, wowsing. how will that affect the atmosphere at the Cup final then? Do you think it will put I think, I, I, think, I think fans need to be behind the team. You can have an opinion. I've got to say, I've you got can that, have an you, opinion. You're in, good, you're in good nick as supporters at Wembley for the game. Yeah, listen. You know, it's, it's all bets were off at that particular stage, weren't they? As, as I always say, when I'm on, on the Arsenal podcast as well, you can have an individual opinion as to whether you want the manager to stay or go. If he's there, you support that team. Yeah. Nice. Let's see how yeah, I'm going yeah. to go. Um, Kevin, I like... I like the fact that we potentially have a chase for the title. Yeah. Or do we? Do you think we have? There's, I mean, you started the wobble with Palace for yeah. Chelsea. And it's, and it's been seen through a couple of times. And 
you cannot I, deny that suddenly there is now cracks. I surely think there are, and I think I don't think anybody thought the Palace result at Stamford Bridge was anything other than a a, a, a one-off, a one-off yeah. decent result. Uh, their performance at Old Trafford was. I mean, astonishing. I mean, well, I thought. Jo- I mean, do, context- do you give credit to Jose? Or oh no, of course you know you, yeah. you do. But in the context of how Chelsea have played all season, with the commitment, the spirit, the organisation, that was an incredible, incredible result. But I think it will be done and dusted. We, we're recording this half an hour before Chelsea play Southampton, Tottenham play Palace. I think it will be done this week. Basically, I think. I think they, if, they, they just get. I think if done. Chelsea. Yeah. I think if Chelsea win tonight, I think it probably leaves Tottenham too much to do. I think Tottenham will win at Sellers Park because I think there's not a lot of legs left at Palace. But, 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 but the there is. I think what's interesting is it's now it's not just the top two, and I think a lot of football fans, and Alan won't like to hear this, but I think a lot of football fans would rather see Tottenham win it than Chelsea, simply because of the way Tottenham mm. play football. But I think what's interesting is that suddenly, four or five weeks ago, it looked like the top four were done and dusted, and now, yeah. quietly, United... Because uh, everyone... The story is that United are having a bad season the Mourinho hasn't really have you noticed that yeah suddenly you look at the league table and their performance in the Europa Cup yeah their performance data and I know people don't like this because it's the result of the game that matters not the performance data but their performance data not to us us. creating shots and everything else and unfortunately it's what you know we deeply deeply use in the betting industry now we 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 trust all of our uh, prices with that Man- Manchester United are performing something like three times better than last season. And here we go. Three They've just times. been very, very unlucky. What? And, it sh- and it should actually twist. My God, unlucky's a thing in yeah, betting. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, when I unlucky's money. a thing in football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in our football, yeah. But, 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 in betting. People, people, people talk is. about... Yeah. People you talk, lose, you lose. People yeah. talk about Mourinho and his public criticism. You look at Martial again, because Burnley is a, a really tough team to play at, yeah. at, on at Turf Moor. United boss that game away and people talk about Mourinho publicly criticising I think Martial's uh, in the end his statistics was something like 81 sprints on Sunday more than any other player on the Man United so every time Mourinho publicly has a go at the player that player plays better yeah. Next time, and, well, and, and, and yeah. obviously Pogba, you know, in the famous yeah. Tony Ancock idea, is like he's, he's dragging the Albert all behind him, you yeah. know, because he's got the ninety million quid. This game, oh, this game is it, it's wonderful. This has fallen at this particular point in it. Guardiola and Mourinho from in, in the Manchester derby. Who's 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 ahead? And I, and I, and obviously we know who is, but do you think that? Mourinho suddenly just basically start to take the impetus here. Uh, I, I'd like Alan's term recency biased. Uh, yes, it's a perfect sums up perfectly what what's happening there. But I mean, you know, a Pep throughout the season is one of those guys that can make stumble after stumble, and people have given him that, mm. you know, uh, grace. But the, the, Mourinho's the doubt, yeah. never had that. Mourinho didn't. He That's won't get very the grace. True. Um, but also you look at the just the sentiment around the teams and the players and the way that you think those clubs should be going, the directions they should be going, and ultimately the directions they will go in because money will force that the issue. But people kind of forgot about United and, and kind of underestimated them a little bit. And I think um, going into that game, Mourinho, particularly after the way that they performed against Chelsea, you look at how you can stop those players. So let me ask you then, do you think that Guardiola, Martin, has... Um, I mean, if, given the fact it's his first season in English football, yeah. 
you'd argue brings a lot of baggage into it, and you know, not necessarily, and it's not his own team. But that's also the argument that people had against uh, against Mourinho. So who is at this point? probably for you the stronger of the two managers well, Mourinho's understanding of the league is yeah. profound you know it's the yeah. fact that he yeah. he also knows that when you have to shut up shop and just and batten down the hatches Pep doesn't seem He's to got understand no, that no, Pep, so. Pep won't use this excuse but I, I, I've heard it said that you need 14 months at a club to actually turn it from whatever you took took over to it being your club as a manager well, well, it, Sam it, it shows, it's 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 Sam Allen, the well but the yeah. thing is but the thing is well, so but what that suggests is yeah. you're going to get even better Guardiola's narrative though if that's the case Guardiola's narrative changed dramatically because in the first six months it was all about well I'm, look at the pressure I'm in good shape I'm having it and now he's all of a sudden going like they did that it's tough in the old Premier League but City did do that the season before if you remember yeah they went off on that blistering blistering one run where everyone thought they'd won it and then Pep probably got off to two easier start their fixtures were quite easy at the start of the season as well and I wonder if he just thought oh this easy this I don't need to be I think I don't think it's 14 months as a club it's 14 months in the league because I don't think he's anywhere near come to terms with what the Premier League is like no no exactly right and and Mourinho has because we know it's always a a cliche about Italian football Spanish football but basically teams in the bottom half don't win away Mm. from home what was the game where they had a player sent off and he said that they were at home against someone reasonably easy yeah and and at the end of the game he was almost like I can't believe this league (laughs) (laughs) what are you bastards all about I think nothing prepared him for that because the Bundesliga isn't isn't like that yeah. you know, you'll get a one off once a decade result where somebody goes to Bayern and wins but it doesn't happen year in year yeah. out and the fact yeah. is teams that have got nothing to play for in the next couple of weeks will play will give City as hard a game as anybody else and that's yeah. what he, that's, that's going to be that's going to like, I've got this is, this is a bit of I think it's the beauty of it is the next six weeks he will not believe how hard everyone's going to yeah. give yeah. a real, yeah, yeah. A he's, real he's got to wish go. that the older Cholton under Kerbishley were back yeah, in the league yeah, yeah, roll over <laughs> but, but listen we've got, we got to wrap up here but, but, but before we go there's still something we haven't resolved which is Martin Gritton Back when you were voting for the, inter- the, the, the best player in Europe, uh, 1982. Okay, exaggerate for a fact. Right, last time you cast your vote. Now, put yourself back in the moment. Obviously, you know, it's, this is big stuff for you. You know, you, you probably come to the training ground after a rigorous regime and someone's pressed a pen in your hand and you go, what's that? Oh, no, that's unfair. You know what a pen is. <laughs> and a small piece of paper. Now, in your year, who did you vote for for the, 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 the bestest player of that season? God. I mean, well, yeah, that's what the FIFA one. Yeah. Yeah, yes, the, please. The one, yeah, yes, uh, please. Would have been, uh, where would you have been? Would have been a, a, one uh, what of the team two, would you have been at the time? Uh, 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 the one I remember, played Chesterfield. That's the most recent one where... We had that because we went Stockport and we didn't get, you don't get them in the conference. You don't get that form in the conference. <laughs> you only get it in the league. So, uh, right, so, so you were playing. Yeah, so you were it, would have been, it would have been, we would have been Ronaldo era, definitely. No, I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm, the old one or the new one? Games, all those tough games I had against them. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, Martin, as a, as a comedian, and I hope this is true, <laughs> that, that, for example, when you were at Torquay and the, the voting forms came around for the FIFA Player of the Year, I'm going to guess that at least one player in the dressing room went, oh, they've left my name off again. <laughs> you know, 
I'm sure that would have happened. Yeah, well, we 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 had one occasion where we were voting for players, player of the year, at our own club, and uh, there was one lad that was stamped on for it, but we knew he was arrogant enough that he would vote for himself. <laughs> so we all voted for him because we knew that when we were pulling out a paper and his name came out, then we would all be able to turn around to him and make him feel absolutely <laughs> terrible about voting for himself. And I wish I could share that name with you right now because he ended up playing. He's playing the Premier League as, as a goalkeeper as well. A few. A few so hold on, you made sure yourself. every bit of paper oh, said his name. Every single so, player. So, that so we were. pulled him out in front of him. And, 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 and after, we got to about, after we got to about eight of them, we were this like... This is gorgeous. We were like... Absolutely oh. gorgeous. But the, but the reason was because he was, without a doubt, the best player on the team. But we turned around and we were like going, wouldn't this be awkward? Wouldn't this just be awkward if they were all you? Because then yours must have got lost. <laughs> and he sat there and squirmed through it. And we were like, this is... This is uncanny. I mean, there must just be one other player in there. There must just be one other player. The, rare, the rarest treat of all is that the best player to make you feel uncomfortable was voted the best player. Yeah, yeah. You do not get that uh, a lot. But then again... Is it Nigel Martin? <laughs> oh, he, no. He We're going to carry on chat about that. And we will say goodnight and thank you very much. That was a whistleblower. Oz. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network.